welcome to another episode of The Way of the Heart. This week, I was inspired by a podcast that I was listening to with Robert Edward Grant and Blue of Earth, which I love. And I have been very inspired by everything that she has done. If you haven't listened to her podcast or you don't know who she is, I highly suggest and recommend that you look her up because everything that she talks about really resonates with my heart and part of me, not part of me, my whole being wants to sit down with her and talk and I know there were there would be so many things that we would have in common and so many things that would feel like we have been friends in another life. Well, this was my fangirl moment right there, but I was inspired by their conversation and specifically something that Robert Edward Grant has mentioned in different conversations before. I've heard him say this phrase before and it could be a little bit triggering. It has been triggering for me before because part of me doesn't want this to be true. Part of me does not want this type of responsibility on my shoulders But the more I learn about myself, the more I learn about who we are as human beings, which means that we are spiritual beings having a human experience, the more I understand that this phrase is actually true. Truth. True. Mm, That's always tricky for me to know which one to use. The phrase that he mentioned is... The way we see the universe becomes our experience. That's why we attract everything we judge until we no longer judge everything we attract. And this is exactly why I sometimes don't want this to be true, right? Because I've talked about judgment before in the podcast and how it really is a default for our human experience to categorize things and it requires a lot of work a lot of self-awareness to get to a point where we simply observe what is happening in front of us and we don't add all of the extra baggage that we come with or that our experience has packed right on our shoulders it is really hard to go to that place where I can observe what is happening. I can have a conversation with someone that has different opinions. I ha- I can see something happening around me that I don't necessarily agree with. Of course, I'm not saying that this applies for every single situation. There are situations in which we can actually intervene. But for the most part, the day-to-day, there are so many moments in which things happen that It really requires a lot of practice and again, a lot of self-awareness for us to just simply observe what is happening and not judge. And I think that this is exactly what this, what he's trying to say, right? Like, I feel like for so many of us, until we really get into this place of understanding that the more we focus our attention on problems, on things that are going wrong, the more we're going to see that because we're actually programming ourselves, our brain, our cells also 
like are at a cellular level, we're actually telling all of our being to be to be focused or to be heightened to all of those things that are happening that are issues, that are problems. And I feel like this is exactly what that quote means, right? Like the more we focus our attention, the more we give our energy to those things, the more we're going to see them. And then the more we see them, then the more we feel like we're victim, victims of that that is happening around us. And it requires a lot of work and a lot of self-awareness for us to get to a point where we say, I choose to see things from a different lens. I want to make a commitment to see the beauty in things, to see the beauty in people, to move past all of our differences and respect people for who they are even when we don't necessarily agree with everything that they think or they say. And the more we practice these things, the more we find within ourselves freedom because we are not tied to all of the external situations or people's opinions. It gives us more space for us to just be and see who we become within that space of silence. And of course, this is not an easy task for any of us. And I've been talking about this with my husband and some of my friends because most of them have very traditional corporate jobs in which the dynamics in an office you know, in, a, in, in that type of corporate office is very unique. And there are many different people and individuals and, and worldviews within that container. And I admire everyone that can keep their cool and their and this this self-awareness in in these containers where you're constantly challenged and triggered by other people's ways, really, their views and everything else. But I think that it is important, of course, to keep this in mind and apply this. And I tell my husband, like, I, I really admire him for many, many different reasons, but specifically for being able to choose to see in people even in this uncomfortable or challenging situations and seeing people for who they are at their level of their heart because many times he would come home and he would tell me you know like a challenging situation he had and I I, I can see how oh my goodness how do you even keep it together and not judge or not respond or not want to correct someone when it feels like it it is really so far from who you are or who or your thoughts just your your views in the world and there's another important topic within this theme of attracting what we judge and is this sense of control, this need for control that we have. 
Because if you think about it, a lot of the things that we judge, we just simply wish that they were different. Meaning we want to control that scenario. We want to control that person, the way that they're talking, the word that they, the way they are expressing themselves or that they're acting. And it requires a lot of practice and surrendering of the way life is around us for us to be able to get to that place of flexibility and allowing once again that space for people to be transformed within their own time and journey. So the more that we want to control situations, the more we are presented with experiences, people, and again, situations that will challenge that. Because I think at the end of the day, you know, there are many different lessons that we are experiencing here as human beings. But one of the most important lessons is surrendering and trusting the way that life unfolds the way that life has been created because again there are so many different energies and forces around us that are part of the basic laws of the way that the universe works but we forget we forget that we're just this tiny expression of the universe we are powerful but we are also a very small part of this ginormous place that we live in that we are part of we forget that just as we have this power and this free will to choose things and to experience things, we also have this beautiful force around us that is life and that is unfolding just the way that it that is supposed to. But it is our very linear way of seeing things as human beings that we think that there should be that there is one way that everything should be like right and you know there are many situations that we are going to experience like I was thinking and I was talking about this yesterday with um, my mother-in-law and really with like everyone that um, this conversation has been you know brought up Next year in the U.S., it's going to be elections. And once again, we are going to be facing the polarity. And we find, or at least for me, I think that the last election in 2020, which of course was a very challenging year and it was like a very transformational year for me specifically, personally, I learned a lot. But I think that these situations really bring up to the surface things that we as individuals and also as a collective level, we still need to practice, we still need to overcome. And I think at the individual level is one of the most important things, right? Because like I, I talk about it here and I always say it, No matter what you do at the individual level, it is going to create ripple effects. And we think that many times as we are speaking out or we're being activists for a specific topic and subject, we think that we are doing our part because we are putting out our voice and we're speaking up and we are making sure that everyone understands the way that we feel But at the individual level, if you think about 
relationships and how a relationship is if i think about how i talk to my husband if i if we were having you know a situation in which i knew we were having very different positions different views and if i came to him without even allowing him to talk or with just a list of all of the things that this is what i believe it becomes very impersonal it becomes very defensive it's like there we're not allowing room for the other person to to be an individual and i think that one of the most important things about us as human beings is that we have so many different aspects to ourselves and to be placed in situations in which we have to choose one side of the other meaning it's just binary it is so difficult because we are not that. We are multidimensional. We have so many different aspects. And to think that everyone else around us is going to think the way that we think. And of course, there's many layers to this. Of course, I'm talking about, I'm generalizing the issue and I'm generalizing the way that we actually see things and how and why we keep attracting them because this is the the phrase that inspired me to talk about this. So I think that until we get to that place of releasing some of that control, releasing some of those expectations, releasing those judgments, because I think that at the end of the day is the most important thing. Because because we're always going to have opinions. We're always going to have a way of seeing things. There are many things in which... Like, at least for me, I find myself like, oh, how do I feel about this topic? Like, I'm not sure. And it may take a while for me to truly know at the level of my heart how I feel about something. But I think for the most part, we all have very strong opinions about everything. But the magic happens when we allow space for those differences because if you think about it that is what makes us unique that is what makes nature beautiful it's the diversity if we went to a garden that only had one type of flower or one type of plant it would get pretty fucking boring sorry um but it would be really boring it wouldn't be at all special i think Or, yeah, it wouldn't be so magical and fun to walk around a garden the way that I go to a botanical garden here and I see all of these beautiful plants and shapes and colors and textures. That is the most beautiful thing about nature, but we have forgotten that. And our need for control has forced us to fight against each other because the other person doesn't think the same way I do. I love hearing uh, Zach Bush talk about remembering who we are and knowing that we are nature, that we are not separate from nature. Because it is this reminder that the most important thing, the most beautiful thing about the nature of our planet is the biodiversity. It is the beauty in all of the different species that exist in this planet. It is the beautiful 
at, even at the he talks a lot about like the my at the micro level like the cellular and all of the bacteria and all of the things he talks a lot about gut health and how that is also a reflection of what he has found in all of his research is that a healthy gut really is a biodiverse gut meaning good bacteria bad bacteria and all of these other components that I don't have the terminology for but it is in this remembrance of us being part of this nature that I think that we are able to coexist in a most in a more beautiful way and enjoy and actually be able to eat the fruit of everything that we do and everything that we are. And it all comes down to, to this, to accepting the things that are around us and to opening our hearts and our minds to other possibilities and other opinions. And the more we practice that, the less that we are going to judge and then the less that we're going to be presented with that lesson that we need to learn. Because at the end of the day, I believe that just as much as we are here to understand ourselves and to find more aspects of ourselves and experience ourselves, we're also learning to love unconditionally. And that love and loving unconditionally can come from a place of acceptance of what is. And that other people have their own ways and that they're a perfect expression of that, that the universe wanted to experience and wanted to understand. So I think that in that, then we learn and we are presented with possibilities and with new lessons and with new situations that are going to allow us to grow and to get out of the loop and, and to not be presented once again with the same lessons over and over. So I think that with that, I can just talk about more examples and I can give more reminders of why is it beautiful to be different and to have a diverse society. But remember this whenever you find yourself judging or whenever you find yourself confronting or facing the same or similar situation that you have been experiencing for a while if you feel like why is life showing me this again why why do i have to learn from this remember this phrase the way we see the universe or the world becomes our experience that's why we attract everything we judge until we no longer judge everything we attract so how are you choosing to see the world I hope this resonates in any way. I hope I hope this helps in any way if you are finding yourself facing once again a situation in which you're like, I've experienced this before. Why am I here again? Because it happens to everyone. It happens to me. It definitely happens to me. That's why I talk about these things here because, because they're reminders for myself. And because I know if I experience them, other people are experiencing are experiencing this. So I hope this resonates and I hope this finds something within you to be a little more flexible, to be the observer and not the judge of life. 
I love you so much. I'll see you next week.